This is a podcast from Rover. The years with Sharon and Jaden, and we have a very special guest in the studio right now. You may remember her as Waverly from Shorty Street, but please welcome to the show actress, director, and now author Claire Chittam. Hey! Oh, what an intro! Yeah, thank you. I've been you working on those. Me around? That's uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, no, I, well, actually, do you know what's weird? So we, I was acting quite cool off here like, before the mics came on, and now they're on. I actually used to be a massive Sean Street fan when you were on it. Oh, so. Waverly. Awesome. Do you, do you think you'll ever shake uh, Waverly from Shorten Street from your name? I, I, do you know, I don't think that I ever will. Yeah. I definitely, for a while there, I used to 50 50 get Waverly and Aurora. And I still do. Like, I still have. Whenever somebody comes up now to me, I'm not quite sure what they're going to hit me with. Yeah. Right. Um, but I've, I think I've come to peace with the fact that it's just going to be the thing that hangs Iconic. over me. <laughs> I just, if I die in a horrible accident tomorrow, yeah. I just don't want. Shortland Street's Waverly. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is like exactly. actress Claire Tinnam dies in tragic accident. Yeah. <laughs> because also Aurora was Aurora was like one of the saddest deaths on Outrageous Fortune. <laughs> Possibly on Spoiler New Zealand alert. television ever. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. But now no. uh, you've moved on to some even greater things. You've got a oh, new yeah. book out called Good For You. I know. And you've written this with your friend Kylie Bailey. So uh, yes. Kylie didn't join us. Give us some dirt on Kylie. Kylie Who she? Kylie what did she do? I would rather not put her face on some the front dirt. of the book. <laughs> Kylie Bailey is also is an amazing writer and journalist and uh, we met she used to work at like the women's mags years ago um, and that's how we met but she sort of moved on to doing wellness writing and she had a very similar journey to mine which was that uh, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was young 13 wow. ended up in hospital with it when I was in the middle of Shorty Street times uh, when mm. I was about 22 which was obviously pretty intense and terrifying um, at that age and at that time and learnt how to, f- I fixed my body and I healed myself and um, I'm aware that at the time that was a very kind of privileged process to go through um, because I could and I could afford it and I could afford to explore those things and um, and then it's sort of for the last 20 years I've kept myself healthy and that's why I've sort of written a book because I'm now just seeing how many people are sick and it breaks my heart and, mm. and yeah. you know so many people are plagued with not just physical illnesses but mental health challenges uh, and Kylie also went through um, ex- suffering from extreme anxiety from a young age. She was a ballet dancer, and so from the age of like five, felt you know things. I know that you've talked about. Yeah, she's suffering from anxiety and depression, and has learned to manage her health through therapy and yoga and changing her diet and all sorts of things. And we have been kind of working on this platform, Good View TV, for the last few years. Had the opportunity to put it all into a book and create something that we hope looks a bit like a, a coffee table book that yeah. you would, you it know, reach in and out of. Yeah, and, it looks and beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted it to stick around and, and, you know, it's the kind of thing that you would dip into like a cookbook. So it's like a recipe book for health. Yeah, well, because I love the way you've described right. it on the front. It's a guide for good guts and feeling good inside and out. And when you do flick through it, there is like a variety of different things in here. Like you've got the recipes that you were talking about. There's things about intimacy. I saw Reiki coming up. Yeah. So what is it? What is the, um, I don't want to say what is the point of the book, but what is the aim of the book of what people can get out of it and what sort of people would need this book the most? Um, I hope that the aim for anyone, whether you are unwell or whether you just care about your or your family 
is, you know, wellness and health, uh, is that you would get um, something that's going to help you kind of learn a little bit more about what it means to be in good health and how you can achieve that. I think that wellness is, it's so easy for us to roll our eyes at it these days. Yeah. Um, and because it's become a really big industry. And what I'm trying to do is just talk, get back to talking about health and are you healthy? Are you in good vitality? Because, you know, as we all know, stress is unavoidable. And we're all going to get hit with different things at different times. But what I hope this is is almost like a toolbox for you to reach to to kind of educate yourself on things you could use little little bites at a time to try to bring you back to a good place of health. Because there is like a lot of uh, a lot of talk around uh, gut health being a massive thing when it comes to mental health and that if your gut health isn't great, then that can make your anxiety even worse. And And how does that all work? Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing is like when 20 years ago the science wasn't there to support any of these things and I had to go on a big long journey of exploring all of this stuff to figure that out for myself now there's science to back up the fact that the microbiome that lives inside your guts or everything that your gut is made up of um, you know is all connected to your cells is connected to your bloodstream and of course your bloodstream is what keeps your brain going Mm. and everything um, connects and it all matters and I think that the We've kind of, we're so used to treating our body like it's just this big physical shell. And if you break a bone, you can replace it and fix it. But the reality is we are these living, breathing kind of cellular masses. And that when you're, you know, being, when you're really, really stressed, your guts can get really, really tight and squeezed up. So you could be eating the healthiest diet in the world. But if your emotional health isn't in check, then that's going to have an effect on your stomach or on your um, cells and stuff. And so it's kind of about understanding that our our body needs to be treated holistically, and by that I mean your mental health, physical health, your energetic health, and your emotional health need to all be considered. And right. it doesn't mean that it has to be perfect all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's the hard thing. I like, saw you tense up. You're like, oh, like, oh my god! No, because it's that thing where you would go and you're like, okay, sweet, I want to sort this out. I want to get good gut health, and blah blah blah. Is like, well, there is going to be no alcohol, no sugar, no dairy, no gluten, and you're like, oh, <laughs> all the fun things. Like, so, is there anything I can look forward to in my day? No. I know. And then the easier thing is just to ignore it all, right? Like it's so much easier to ignore your pain and go back to the way things were. And unfortunately, I learned the lesson the hard way because I was ignoring my pain for about four years and I ended up in hospital and I was about to have surgery. Luckily, I kind of didn't need that. But lots of people aren't so lucky. And I think that we just need to start talking in the same way that we're okay with talking about our mental health now. Mm. We need to start talking about the fact that it's okay to look after yourself like to make a good choice and and it doesn't have to be like you don't have to get it right every day mm. and you're gonna get it wrong sometimes but it doesn't mean we can't pick it up and try again the next day absolutely yes. and I, I was i was actually thinking about this i wish i had this book maybe four years ago because i remember <laughs> going to the doctors in like 2017 and my guts was just a bit you know i was a bit uncertain about what was going on down there <laughs> and went to the doctor and then they did the thing where they go unfortunately there's not much we can do it's it's almost up to you to to see like what you what you're eating and what is what is going on in your life and you know, four, right. four years ago, I was like, I was like nineteen or twenty, so I was just like, I've got other uh, things to exactly. Do, so man. I just ignored it and totally. uh, and and just kept eating what I've eat what what I was eating. And I, I guess, but now that you say it, I did have other things going on, like stressful stuff. So maybe that. Maybe that was a, a key factor it to it. It is, and I think that, you know, you can be 20 and mm. have your your version of what's stressful for you when you're 20, and mm. it's going to be different when you're 30, and it's going to be different when you're 40, but it all counts, mm. and yeah. it's never going away. So I'm really interested, like, this was about trying to get people to engage in their health in an ongoing way and go, you know, um, it, it like, balance, if you shut your eyes and stand on one foot, 
<laughs> you're going to wobble. Yeah, oh, yes. And you'll probably open your eyes before you fall over, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is that balance and this idea of perfect health mm. is wobbly. And that um, as someone who's suffered from a chronic illness and fixed themselves, I still constantly go, well, I've been drinking too much. Like lockdown, I've been totally drinking too much wine yeah. and mm. on Zoom calls and eating pastry. And oh, yeah. I just know that then my body gets a bit inflamed. I can feel things for me that is going to be different to what you feel mm. when you're getting stressed. But I have to pull my stuff back in and kind of counteract that. So I will either kind of go and I'll stop the pastry and I'll stop the wine. But I don't stop everything. I didn't stop everything forever. I did, unfortunately. I think the difference is if you're acutely ill, uh, then yeah, man, you're going to have to make some changes because your body is screaming at you. Like right. that's a different story. And that may be stopping dairy and stopping gluten for a little while until the pain and the inflammations calm down is going to be what you need to do. But I was like that for maybe uh, two or three years. Wow. And then I came back to the point where I could eat a piece of cheese and I drink coffee daily, mm. but I don't have five coffees a day and yeah. I don't eat bread every day. I just, it's all about those Balance. things in moderation. Because we were right. also talking off air about the things with exercise and because people, like a big thing, and especially for me, I need to exercise most days to keep my brain yeah. like in a good yep. space. Like it's like the second thing I do once I've dropped drop my kid, I get my kid up, get him organized, drop him off a kindy, go and do a form of exercise. Mm. But it took me a long time to realize that doing like intense cardio more than twice a week was having a having the opposite effect on my mental health right. and you had a Actually good way of, stressing you out a little bit yeah but you had like a good way of explaining it when you when people are doing these like hardcore workouts well it's almost like you're you're pushing your body so hard that you're actually creating stress too and it's not everyone all the time some people respond really well to that kind of stuff yeah. I think one of the biggest things that we all have to get used to is that everybody is different and there is no one rule for all apart from stuff like Drinking too much is yeah. going to be bad for all, all of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too much sugar is like, get off the shitty sugar. Like, yeah. just stop the shitty sugar. There's no need anymore. Mm-hmm. But the, nice. um, but the, I think things like pushing yourself too hard is creating stress in your body, which creates inflammation, and that can cause start to cause physical damage. So sometimes doing something like we were talking about Pilates, yeah, because um, I, I was so obsessed with all this stuff, I became a qualified Pilates instructor. Oh, wow. Uh, Good and on so, you. Thanks. Good for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so... So, because I was really fascinated about how the body works, how breath, we don't breathe properly when we're stressed. So breath is a massive like access point to being, to stress relief. Um, And that Pilates is amazing for that, as Mm. is yoga. So that's still, you know, you ask anyone who does them, that's still really hard exercises. And you push yourself to the point where you can't. It's achieve a, some of them because they're difficult for you physically. Oh, it's a burn like no other, right? I've took, been to one. Have you taken one. him to one? She oh, has. Just one. Just, just one. one. And you didn't go back. I, I, I think I will go back eventually. He's but, never coming back. No, no, no. I, I will. He will. Do you know what? He, when he's 45. Yes. <laughs> and he needs to, you know, fix his posture. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I've got a real bad uh, sciatic nerve, I think it's called, down yes. my left lower back. Oh, yes. You know yeah, so that was, yeah, exactly. So that's what she was saying when I, I was moving my left one. She's like, oh, yeah, that one needs a lot of work. So uh, I'm just easing my way back into the uh, into the physical uh, training realm. realm. Exactly, that's exactly right. <laughs> He's running every day, which I is am. the best thing you could be doing for, for your, your sciatic nerve. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it feels good for my for my head. (laughs) It's a a crazy it's a crazy thing. Like, and I feel like you do figure it out as you get older. Like, and the thing is, Mm. you're totally right. Like, when I did take dairy, I can still dabble in a little bit of gluten, but like, if I take dairy completely out of my equation, 
I feel so much better and Lighter. I instantly feel less swollen. Lighter and, and, yeah, your body, yes. and you're probably processing Skin. the other food much better. Yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. And it's pick your passions as well, I think. Like if you absolutely love ice cream, like and you just, in your mind, you're, you're a bit sick or you've got a bit of a funny guts and you're like, but I just don't want to give up ice cream. Then don't give up ice cream. Just give up, don't have milk in your coffee and milk on your cereal and cheese in your sandwiches because then you're having a shitload of, de- sorry, no, you're having right. a lot of dairy in a day. <laughs> and I think that it's that thing of going, hold on to the things that you love so that you don't feel like you're denying yourself yeah. something. But change the things you can and do them one step at a time and notice how you feel. And dairy-free ice mm. cream is actually nicer. Oh, my God, the coconut. Yeah, the coconut, oh, yeah, coconut, coconut, coconut ice cream yeah. is really, really good. Uh, also the classic Magnum dairy-free. Got, have, oh, I haven't tried that. I saw oh, that. That's <laughs> so good. See, I've avoided ice creams for a long time for that exact reason. And now all these alternatives dairy-free, are yeah. And I think that's where the wellness industry is serving us a great, you know, doing yeah. us a great service. Because we have – you you can have a kombucha in the afternoon instead of having a crappy soda. Yeah. And that is a great alternative that's mm. now available for everyone in a petrol station. And it's mm. the same price as some of the crappy sodas. So it's like have those because that's going to help you in the long run yeah. feel better. Like you say, those alternatives are there for us to try these things now. But don't get sucked into every single one of them. And don't get sucked into like having feeling the overwhelm like you've got to try every health trend that's come oh, along yeah. just because you're not well. It's like you've got to get better at listening to your own body. And I guess in this in the book we've put um, kind of a little map of systems of the body, how different systems in the body work, how your gut works, how the gut my, uh, brain axis works. Like we've tried to keep it pretty basic, so it's it's a bit like a little encyclopedia, and hopefully I love that. you know it just kind of gives you that base level education if you were curious about any of these. It's things. bloody and amazing, you look beautiful. Oh yes, you do. Now I was going to ask. <laughs> I know that I was... that's not like I don't want to be like you've done all this intelligent, amazing work, but you look beautiful. But it is like a beautiful book to look at. It's yeah. so nice, and it's got so many different things going on in it. Like, how long did this take you to make? You've got, you know, you've got you're doing yoga and some Pilates and some. You've got recipes, like as, as we were saying earlier. There's, yeah, there's all yeah. sorts of things. Hemp oil. There's a um, that oh. there is an, an active meditation. So if you're somebody who this. is not great at meditating because right. you don't like sitting still, and you're mm. one of those people who keeps telling yourself the story that you can't sit still to meditate, um, there is science to back up the idea that. Uh, colouring in, we've had a beautiful New Zealand artist do a mandala in there um, and that colouring in is as an act of meditation, is just as meditative and can take your brain to the same theatre state as normal meditation. It's funny oh, you so say wise. that because when I colour in, <laughs> yeah. in with my son I've researched a lot. When I colour in with my son, I find that I'm like, oh, this is actually really just relaxing. Off. And yeah. hemp oil, interesting, you also say that because I've just ordered some for my dog. Oh! I was trying to, I was trying to find uh, CBD or my dog, I've got like an elderly special needs dog. Oh. That is now waking up. CBD is amazing for pets. Waking up uh, more than a newborn at the moment. So uh, people are saying that hemp oil and CBD are where it's at. So I'm trying to find some, but it's hard to find. You need to find the pet. You need to find a pet one too. Yeah. Some like GPs are now able to prescribe CBD, right? I'm just not sure about. You might have to ask a vet, not a yeah. Apparently, there's some vets, but it's like hard to get hold of. But I've managed to find some pet hemp oil, and so I'm going to give that a go. But I've, I might, have, I might, have, I might know somebody who I can talk to you off air. Oh, okay, oh, good. Now, Claire, that bit out. Claire, I was, I was going to ask for your number one top tip, but I was going to be like, oh, I'm going to ask a naughty question here and ask you your top tip on health, but you've just given us so many. Oh, good, that I feel I like I feel, Exactly, I feel one. like I'm just, I just shouldn't even ask that question because you've literally given us so much. And uh, and if you know if you want to find more tips, then go and buy Good For You. It's out in uh, all bookstores. All good bookstores around the country. All good bookstores. Uh, as of... Uh, today. Today. <laughs> there you go. And... Um, 
And if you can't find it in a bookstore, ask them, bug them, because then I'll get it to them. <laughs> uh, and failing that, uh, you can order it online at um, goodforyoutv.co.nz, which is our website. And we're actually going to give one away on our Facebook page. So if you want to win one, uh, just text Facebook to 3343. Right now, you'll see our competition. We're going to take a beautiful picture of Claire holding up the book and then comment to win. Oh, there you go. Nice. Claire, thank you awesome. so much for joining us. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me.